Maya, the bridge to the multi-chain future of blockchain, a future inspiring our past. So before we continue, I would like to talk about how we came here, how we got here. And uh, we believe there's, there has basically been four main technological revolutions. The first one is Bitcoin's proof of work, obviously. The second one is Ethereum's smart contracts. The third one is Tendermint's consensus tool. And the fourth one is a decentralized exchange cross-chain, such as Thorchain and Maya. So I'm going to go one by one to kind of detail them a bit. Bitcoin's real innovation was how do I create consensus in an anonymous internet setting? If you know on internet, you can copy paste anything. So if you kind of say, okay, let's have consensus to vote, then someone can simply just create lots of accounts and vote with each of them and suddenly one person is voting a hundred times. So that, that clearly doesn't work. And although there were some things like cryptographic signatures and other stuff going on when Bitcoin came about, the real innovation was consensus. And how Bitcoin manages consensus is actually quite simple. People are all trying to solve math puzzles on their computer automatically with code. And whoever gets the math puzzle first gets one vote. The issue is this math puzzle is very difficult. And the, the difficulty of the math puzzle can be changed such that we can adjust the time that the whole world gets to randomly get a vote once every 10 minutes. That way, if you have a lot of computers, you get to vote more. If you had less computers, you get to vote less. But since it's permissionless and anybody can join at any time and put more computing power, then there's no cheating unfair way. So then if many people have many a lot of computing power to vote, they're all interested into the long-term future of the currency and it's very difficult to mount an attack. What would it take to attack Bitcoin? It would have to have 51% of the computing power of the network, which is unfeasible, therefore it's secure. Then Vitalik Buterin came about and he had a great idea. He said, look, if we're already transacting coins, why don't we also transact code? The principles that the blockchain in Bitcoin has is it, 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 the past is immutable. You cannot change what happened before. So if we have code instead of coins. This code is also immutable and it can be executed the same way every time since it cannot be changed. Basically functions like a smart contract, which is why they were, the, the name stuck. You came into a contract, it's a code, it's always going to do the exact same thing objectively. And there we go. This innovation gave way to thousands of companies that basically do things on Ethereum using these smart contracts, such as lending, video streaming, among others. Then other guys from Cosmos came about and said, look, this is all great, but we need to find a way to not use so much computing power. Maybe the vote should not be the computer power itself. Maybe it can be the stake you have of the coin that we're talking about, which is a bit recursive. But if there's some initial belief and investment and the, the coins have a cost, 
then it makes a lot of sense. The, the main players here, in my, in my view, are, are Cardano, Polkadot, and Tendermint built applications. The great thing they did for the world is they created a very simple blockchain protocol such that anybody can actually build their own blockchain using their tool. Then Thorchain came and found a way to use this Tendermint consensus protocol to create what we believe is the greatest protocol for decentralized exchange. Now, other benefits they have is instead of using this kind of consensus way of the longest chain wins that Bitcoin and Ethereum have, they created a much more simple Byzantine fault tolerant protocol where 67% of nodes have to agree on something before they actually push the block forward. What that creates is instant finality, which uh, is great. Normally on Bitcoin, you have to wait around an hour, six blocks for kind of being certain that the transaction actually came through. In this case, it's not. As soon as a block goes forward, that block has already 67% of consensus of nodes, which is very powerful when we're talking about fast transactions. And then we come to the final revolution in our mind, which is Thorchain and Maya, decentralized exchanges, which we believe are the most powerful there are in the market. Protocols like Uniswap, Balancer, Aave also facilitate exchange, but they work on limited blockchains and inside the blockchain. For instance, if you're talking about Uniswap on Ethereum, you can just trade ERC-20 tokens, which they can sometimes be a wrapped asset representing an asset from another blockchain. But like we said, it's not the native token itself, which complicates things in, th in ways we will detail later. So those are the four revolutions that brought us here.